That just made my entire butt tingle. Oh my God, I didn't like it. I know. Nope, I'm done. Sorry, guys. This podcast is over. over. (laughs) I can't talk ever again. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Also Also. We are your hosts. That's Mara. I'm oh. Lainey. Oh, <laughs> <Fine>. oops. <laughs> um, today uh, we mixed it up a little bit. Uh, we had a completely different episode planned, um, and then we watched the Glass Onion spur of the moment, and we're like, "Yeah, we have to record about Knives Out and the Glass Onion." So, uh, that's what we will be discussing today. Uh, we're gonna start off talking about the Glass Onion, though, because a it's the freshest in our minds. And two, I haven't uh, discussed it before, so I need to talk about it and then just talk about what I love about Knives Out so much, essentially. All right. So the glass onion. First thoughts, first impressions. What do you think about it before we watch the movie? Um, I hate the title. Yes. Uh, it's just not cute. Um, I was excited that there was a second one. I kept forgetting about it for some reason. I was a little nervous about a second one because we all know how sequels can be to movies that are really good, especially one that's like a standalone movie. Like Knives Out didn't feel like it should have a sequel. Right. So I was a little nervous about that. Um, First impression after watching it, it was actually a pretty solid movie. I agree. It's not as good as Knives Out. Sorry okay. for that brief intermission. Um, What I was saying. Not that they know there was an intermission. <laughs> Shh, we're recording now. <laughs> <laughs> As I was saying, um, very different vibe from Knives Out, which I think that that's the way to go if mm-hmm. you're going to do like a sequel to a standalone movie kind of thing. And even just the writing seemed different, like the way the characters spoke and stuff, and especially Blanc. But I liked that it still had some of the like, Here's what's happening. Oh, let's go back and show you what's really happening. Yeah. Kind of stuff. I like that the the storytelling um, kind of the like structure. That's what I'm looking <laughs> for was there. It, that was nice because that's what I liked about Knives Out so mm-hmm. much was that there was like you technically knew what was going on. You know, you knew the main like actual mystery. Mm-hmm. It was just figuring out like how all the pieces fit at the end. And it was never that it didn't make sense. It was always that I mean, my favorite thing. You know, you get to the end and you're like, "Oh, I should have seen that coming," rather than "I didn't see that coming." Mm-hmm. You know, the pieces add up and stuff like that. Um, that being said, I'm not sure that while I go back and watch Knives Out all the time, because of that, I don't know if I'd watch The Glass Onion again. Yeah, it just didn't. Maybe because it was like more of like a warm, summery beachy bubbly vibe right i'm thinking about it and i Which really liked my. that it was taking place in the house at, in knives out like i really liked right. that it was always there and also i just it got to one point in the glass onion when the lights went out and they were all like running around the house in the dark and stuff that part was really cool and it made me think of um the haunting of hill house almost just mm-hmm. in the kind of vibes of like everything's dark you know yada 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 and i didn't want it to be horror movie like but i thought maybe a little more clue like yeah would have been cool um and so if there had been a bit more of that rather than like the couple of scenes we got of that and then flashback and then flash forward and it's all fixed and everything i think i would watch it more yeah um but i i am just the person who's more into like dark academia than i am like summer 
beach fun sort of situation. Also, just anything that references the pandemic stresses me out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I do not need this information. Thank you. <laughs> um, yeah, agreed. I like that in both of the movies, like, some of the characters were exaggerated. Mm-hmm. I feel like the most exaggerated character in The Glass Onion was Birdie. Obviously. She was a little too dramatic for me at times, though. I That seemed on brand for that character, though, was my thing. Yeah. Uh-huh. Like, I could see that character, be, like, because every time she did something, I was like, Mom would react that same way. She would, yes. The, dramat- the dramatics were genuine. It's just overdramatic, so I'm annoyed by it. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's my problem. I do remember when she came down to dinner in that dress that like rainbow dress and at the same time i said oh, i love that dress Why i hate I, I hate that dress <laughs> i don't know what it was it just and like it wasn't a bad dress and when she was dancing and stuff it was pretty i don't like that shiny material yeah i was that's not my vibe um so i was kind of thrown off by that but otherwise i thought the cast was really good that's what i was worried about the most when they announced the sequel because i was like ugh. These are some big names that they're putting in here. Yeah. And I just feel like it's only so they can get people to watch the movie. But I feel like they mixed some unknown people with very well-known people. And I think that that worked really well for them. They did. Usually it's either a completely unknown cast. Right. Or a very well-known cast altogether. Right. Upon watching the movie, I realized that it made sense that those like those characters were cast specifically and it was very well done. And then I thought about it and I was like, Knives Out had big names in it. Jamie yeah. Lee Curtis, Chris Evans, um, the guy who played, what's his name? The guy who died. Um. Oh. Oh. I can hear her saying it in my head. What is it? Um. It's, oh my gosh. Eel. No. No. Um. It's like their last... No, it's... Harlan. Harlan. Thank you. I kept trying to say Barton. Oh, I don't know where that came from. That just like (laughs) flung out of my mind. But they also... I mean, even the smaller cast members were people that like I know from other things and that I enjoy. Yeah. Catherine Langford. um, The kid who played Bill Denbro. I can't think of his name right now. Jaden something? Wesley something like that. I have no idea. Um, Even the, the detective... Not Blanc, obviously, but the actual detective is the guy from Someone Great. I can't yeah. think of his name, which is bad considering that we have him fan cast for something of hey, ours. That's okay. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> but so no, I thought the cast was really well done. I actually ended up not disliking it at all, yeah. except that I thought the whole time that Miles was um, Jason Doring. <laughs> <laughs> I swore on my life because we ended the movie and we're looking at the cast list that's like on Netflix or whatever. So it just says the cast members. And I went, who's it? Oh, that's what happened. Ragu watched it with us and he went, oh, I love Edward Thornton. Norton? Edward Norton. I'm so sorry. And I went, who the hell is Edward Norton? He was like, it was the main guy. It was Miles. And I was like, uh-uh, that was Jason Doring. He was like, no, it was Edward Norton. And I was like, I swear on my life, that was Logan Eccles. Because I kept saying through the whole movie, he looks so old. I can't believe Logan Eccles looks so old. And also, it was if I wasn't looking. Poor Edward Norton. <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. <laughs> if I wasn't looking, I could hear Logan talking. 
It was a little too high pitched at times. But the voice was high pitched. And I was just like, maybe it's because he's older. That happens sometimes. And then, so (laughs) we're both like furiously IMDBing it. I'm wrong. It's Edward Norton the whole time. I'm, and I was just like, I'm glad I didn't bet the cat's life (laughs) because I was wrong. And what I, frustrating. What I love most about that whole thing was that. Ragu sat there in silence for like the first 20 minutes while you were convincing yourself during the movie when he first showed up that that was Jason Doring. Mm-hmm. Ragu just sat there like nothing was happening. He happened. knew the whole time. He knew the whole damn time. I think maybe I was confusing him because I kept calling him Logan Eccles. Probably. He was like, I don't know. And he's like, I don't know what that means. <laughs> so he probably also thought that Jason Doring was another character name. Oh. And that's why he wasn't saying anything. Probably. Which tracks. That tracks very hard. That's unfortunate. Um, yeah, every thought I just had out the window. <laughs> I was like, okay. <laughs> oh, I, something I liked about this movie, while it's not one that I think I will watch like over and over again, I probably would watch it again. Yeah. It did keep my attention start to finish. Yes. Like it was still interesting and intriguing and like it was fun. A, it was a good movie. Yeah. It's not the it's not the plot of the movie it's not the characters or anything or the story that it doesn't make me that makes me not want to watch it again right it is mostly the setting it's not my vibe yeah and so i just don't feel like i want to go watch it all the time i would watch it again you know mm-hmm. do like a knives out back-to-back double feature thing or we'll watch it with mom you know yeah things like that um and obviously they're ragu's favorite movies now so <laughs> yeah he told me um because he had earlier said something about knives out and how it has become one of his favorite movies right. since he watched it with us that one time so i thought it was funny that we watched the glass onion that night i am offended that's why i mentioned the glass onion he wanted to watch a movie and i went oh you really love knives out and you wanted a movie that I was know. like it the new knives out movie is out i know i'm saying the night before oh okay he was telling me about how you didn't clarify knives when out he was telling you that <clears throat> i literally said before that he was telling me yeah before that i thought you meant like in general before oh, no, that no 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 um, I am offended because I tried to convince him to watch Wednesday with me at some point, and he said no. So I'm not gonna lie, we're on the rocks. Um, <laughs> we're on the rocks. Shut that up. That was a terrible joke. No, we're not. Oh my gosh, they're really not. <laughs> Although my grandma definitely thought we. Oh my god, I thought I was pulling a hair out of my sock. It's the string. I'm unraveling my sock. Stop it. It's getting tighter oh around my, my ankle. My foot is asleep again. This is a mess. I cannot stand you sometimes. <laughs> In, like, a loving way. That was so mean. In, like, a loving, I'm your older sister, <laughs> I could punch you in the that face right mean. now kind of way. I'm sorry. You should be. Oh, my gosh. You were so mean to me all day yesterday. I was not mean to you. All morning, you were a butthole. I was so tired. I know. And it made you a butthole. How was I? What did I even say that made me a butthole? Okay. See, and now you've asked me and you think I remember? No. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, <laughs> um, my one of the things one the, the the thing that I kept thinking about while I was showering yesterday, I literally had this whole thing planned out of what I wanted to say about the character whiskey, because when she first showed up with Batista, I was like, "Are you serious though? Like, what the the sorry feminist thing? Just mm. mm-hmm. I mean, obviously Batista's character was questionable, like his." It like, wasn't even questionable. It was bad. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> you know what I mean. Um, and so I was thinking about it because this whole time, Whiskey's just this kind of, you think she's just this girl who's like along for the ride and is just kind of hanging out with these people to, 
you know, be around big names and stuff like that. Yeah. And then she's talking to Helen as... Uh, 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 Andy. Andy. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) I should have remembered because Kate Hudson kept going, Andy, hi! And it made me think of... Oh, I can't even think of her name, but the other girl... Lana? What? Yeah, her Lana boss goes Andy all the time. No, I'm thinking her friend in the movie who also plays Claire in this movie. She doesn't say it like that. When a guy in ten days. Yes, she does. It's when she's pretending to be. She does it at one time. I can hear it picture. I can hear it clearly. I literally in my mind. watched that movie like two weeks ago. Okay, then maybe I'm wrong. I don't know. Anyway, I know her name's Catherine, but I can't think of her last name. So that's you know an issue <laughs> for me. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> But uh, where was I at? I was talking about whiskey. Yeah. Thank you. Um, So when she was talking to Helen as Andy, you know, she seemed, she suddenly, like, she had so much, like, so personality much to her. Under there. She just, you know, she was like, I just, I'm, like, she wanted to go into politics and stuff like that. And this is, you know, she had, like, this whole plan and everything. And she was worried about how this would be damaging to her career and all of that. And I was just like, oh, my God. I love her so much. Whiskey's my new best friend and also my favorite drink of well, favorite alcoholic beverage. So like cool, yeah, solid. I like her a lot. And then it seemed to dissipate. As long as they weren't talking about that, she seemed like that wasn't a part of her character. Yeah. Which was difficult because I was like is she actually like it because there were when she was talking about it I was like Maybe she's supposed to sound like she wants to be smart, but she's actually dumb. I couldn't really get a grasp on that. I think it's that A, she was very traumatized after that conversation because her boyfriend died. But And like she clearly had some sort of care for him, especially because she said, how am I going to tell his mom? Yeah. And... Well, they lived with her mom, his mom. I know, but that's what I'm saying. But in general, yeah, I get what you're saying. (laughs) Sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway, um, I think also around those people she doesn't know how to be smart yeah because they are all operating on a higher caliber and also she's only According ever seemed dumb to them yeah they have her around because she's like the floozy or whatever yeah and i get that um so i wonder well she never really met andy i was just about to say i wonder if her and andy were like a little closer than the rest of them but she never she met, met andy my huh, my biggest issue with the whole drama surrounding whiskey was not that she slept with miles to get what she wanted because Mm -hmm. own yourself if you're willing to do that that's on you that's something you want to do slytherin right there sort of you know what i mean anyway i was annoyed that her boyfriend asked her to do it yeah that's really terrible that's what he and it wasn't even so much asking it was more of a i need you to do it again Mm mm-hmm like, she never wanted to do it in the first place. It's right. one thing if you're a couple and that's something you're into. And it's one thing if you're a person and you're like, I could use this and you're totally okay with doing it. Mm-hmm. If you can stomach that, good for you. But I couldn't just because of who I am as a person, you know. So no harsh judgment if that's what she's choosing to do. But that's it didn't seem like that's what she was choosing to do. Yeah. And I was a little annoyed about that. Also, because Miles was just a D-bag he really was worst kind of person and okay so when he was doing his whole speech about being the disruptors 
Oh my god, I wanted to I, punch myself in the face. I wanted to throw up. I was like, please stop. But he said that w- word that was wrong that Blanc brought up later. Yeah, no, uh, it's like the wasn't breathe breathability. I think is what it was. Something like that. I yeah. don't remember. And I was like, I don't think that's a word. I yeah. think you're making things up. That was the only time I did it though. Uh-huh. And I thought maybe I was just dumb. And he was just using big words that I didn't no, know were words. because <laughs> I had the same thought. But I did love that that was a big part of like the mystery that Blanc unraveled right. was like, your grammar is bad. It's bad. You're <laughs> trash. You know? You're, tra- you're, you're not writing, as smart as you think you are. You're writing off of other everybody else's you know Success. thoughts yeah. successes and thoughts and ideas and stuff and making like trying to claim them as your own and everything and oh which by the way i would have hated to be andy because you know how much i hate knowing something i know something and people mm-hmm. keep telling me that i'm wrong that it actually happened Ooh, the gaslighting the gaslighting in this movie was infuriating and the fact that they all went along with it and i know it's because he kind of had them all under his thumb but like mm, see my morals (laughs) yeah i could never unfortunately are more important than my success (laughs) that's why you can't trust scientists or politicians no none of them Anyway, so I just like to have been in Andy's shoes and sit there and know that like you wrote that down, that you were the brains behind this, that you did this. And then to have them be like, oh, I did it. Like your Your actual friends, friends, like before any of this really exciting, like ingenious plan happened, like you guys just hung out. Right. And then you introduced them to this guy who I'm sorry, looked like a high school magician. Yeah. No, no, I can't. I do want to know how they were all friends to begin with seemed like an odd group well it said that like they she i don't remember they just hung out at the glass onion and then she brought miles in that was all they really said about it yeah i don't know i would like to know how they all became friends was it like a college friend situation or they all just kind of hung out at the same bar and happened to talk and that's how it happened birdie went to college right oh but they said she was like washed up at that point and i think they said andy met her at that bar maybe i think andy was the one who like pulled everybody in. she was they said that she was okay I that's what i'm saying that is that they were her friends she made this friend group okay and then found someone was like hey you could really fit with our friend group and then she had this big idea and then he stole it and stole all her friends gotcha and all her monies gotcha must have missed that part oh my gosh how I, did you miss that part i don't know <laughs> i do however wish that I were the kind of person to put that box together to like just be like I want to be as mysterious as possible and as kooky as possible at the same time and this is your invite to my murder mystery it was just way too many layers it was entertaining also if the whole thing had been more puzzly instead of just like mystery I probably would have liked the box idea more but it just felt like, oh, let's do a bunch of puzzles because it's a really cool way to get to the invitation. And then, like, the mystery that he wrote wasn't really a puzzle. Okay. Not yeah. in, like, the traditional sense of those puzzles. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I would have liked more mystery behind it than puzzles. Yeah. Uh, but I, so I'm the opposite. You wanted more puzzles. That's what you just said, right? If the invitation was going to be puzzles, I would want the, the mystery to be more like a puzzle. Okay. Or... I would have just liked a really mysterious invitation to go with right. the mystery. Like, why couldn't they have each had a specific piece and they had to put them all together? Because he knew they were all going to call each other and talk about it and right. figure out how to open the box. So, 
how could he and then like he was so blatant about who he got to make those boxes we should have known from the beginning see that's what i'm saying we should have known we should have known from the beginning he that was dumb. he was dumb he had someone well, else had put the box together the he mystery. had jillian flynn write the mystery and this and that you know like he's not smart and to just be willing like smart people know that they can't do things like he was trying to do with that weird element thing that he found you can't just throw it out there let the world suffer if it doesn't work out that's not i don't know i want to know so the random guy who was on the island who was like i'm not here every two seconds first of all his character had nothing other than to funnily say funnily is that a word I don't know. Do I sound like Miles? I don't know. Anyway, to say in a funny manner, oh, I'm not here. Or you want to hang out to Andy and stuff like that. But like, he served no other purpose. He wasn't part of the mystery. I don't even remember his name. Why was he the only other person living on the island with Miles? Um, And also, did he get out of the house fire? That's a good question. Yes, because him and Blanc were smoking at the end. Oh, yeah. So, so he made it. I wish that he had just had more involvement into the plot other than just randomly being there. That Yeah, you're right. I didn't even, because it was so random, I didn't even think about it. But that is probably my biggest critique, actually. That he j- you can't put characters like that in there. Mm-mm. Unless, of course, it's like, maybe it was a, some weird cameo and we just missed it because we don't know who he is or something. I still don't think it's the right move, but if you're doing it for something like that, like a little air of mystery for other people, you know, the audience and stuff, I guess that's fine. That makes kind of sense. That's cool. But you can't just do it to do it. No. I do have some questions about that. Okay. But can we talk about Blanc's swimsuit? Can we talk about Blanc's ascot? Yes. But also the swimsuit. First of all, it was seersucker. Don't know if you noticed that. Obsessed. Second of all, I want that swimsuit. (laughs) I know that's weird, but I want it. It's not weird. Um, Blanc's sense of style really came out in this film. It really did. I loved I it. I appreciated it. I wish, and I know that it's because it kept in tone with the actual, like, vibes of the movie, but I wish he had been more like his character in Knives Out. Again, because of the dark academia vibe. I thought he was just a little too, like, not bubbly necessarily, but just not, it didn't seem as, like, intelligent i guess i don't know what I'm it seemed to say. just as intelligent it seemed like he was bored and so like he was it, it almost seemed like he was more like childlike like he was yeah, having fun with it that's which true. you could tell he was like grappling with at times like when he thought that helen died can we talk about the, so the ba- biggest reveals of this movie were not who did it but who is this person because yeah. randomly we find out that andy is dead mm-hmm. and her twin sister helen is posing as andy mm-hmm and that Blanc is in on it. And then we see Helen die. And they do all of this other stuff. And that's how that you find out us. everything else. Right. And then it comes back. She didn't actually die. Beautiful. Because they even show us the blood and like the people seeing her and I thinking know. she's dead. And then it's like backtrack. No, that's hot sauce. And that's what I, I love the backtracking. Yeah. The backtracking is so funny. However, if I had put hot sauce in my eyes like that, I wouldn't make it out. Well, she didn't put it in her eyes. He no, did. but he did. That's what I mean. I wouldn't make it out. He almost didn't. He said shit balls. And then <laughs> she sneezed and she said shit balls. Because shit balls. I know. Can we also just talk about, um, oh my God, why did I forget her name? Janelle Monet? Is that how you yeah. say it? Yeah. Okay. How she 
played multiple characters in this film. She had mm, to play Andy. Kiss. She had to play Helen. And then she had to play as Helen playing Andy. Mm-hmm. And it was just so good. She did so good. I had no idea job. that anything was off in the beginning of the film. Same. I didn't either. Because they weren't like dropping clues like, this is really weird for her. Even when she, the, he said, like, get the truth. But we didn't know that they had had that conversation. And she was saying, I want the truth at that party. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And I thought that was really, really nice. Same. I was just thinking I about it. Sorry. I also just really love that she just smashed that fucking box with the Same. hammer. Same. Okay. Well, first of all, when she popped up and she was by herself, I was like, oh my gosh, this is so sad. She must not be friends with them anymore. And she still got sent this box. And so now she doesn't have them to help her open it. And so she smashed it. But then you find out that they cut her out. And I was like, oh, she just smashed it because she could smash it. And she was angry. And then you find out it was Helen who wouldn't have known how to open it. So she smashes it because she's angry and she doesn't know how to open it. And I was like layers oh like an onion yeah mm -hmm. oh oh wow um i may or may not have told a couple of our managers to get out of my swamp at work the other day what the fuck Mara? and one of them got offended and left the baskets for me to organize and i went no i'm so sorry i didn't mean it and so the other one came over and said you made her cry look and took the baskets for me <laughs> just like I'm sorry. Wait, which one was the one you offended? Who do you think? Oh, that's not surprising. <laughs> exactly. And so then the other one was like, "You made her pout. How dare you do that?" And took the basket for me. That's also not surprising. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Oh my goodness, they're great. Anyway, there. First of all, the fact that they were like, "Let me shoot this thing into your throat," and now you don't. You you're fine. You're cured. Yeah, you that can't was have never explained. That was annoying. It was kids territory and it was yeah, bad it was bad poor but, taste and i think they did it just to be like oh well, we have to talk about why they're not wearing masks on this island and it's like guys we could have easily gone with a they were made to quarantine before they got there tested tested or b they're on a remote island where they don't have to abide by mask rules right and they're all friends and they wouldn't have warned them and it would have been even a nice little thing for Blanc to be uncomfortable not wearing his mask and right. having to like ease his way into it. But right. I, yeah, the little thing that they shot into their throat, I didn't like it. It was dumb. I also really didn't like the um like ice landing dock thing coming up out of the the water. Yeah, that was the second thing that was very spiked. And I know that at the end of the day, it was because it, it was, was supposed to shallow. prove that it he was, was dumb. Yeah, and so I guess that makes sense, but. I <laughs> yeah, it wasn't my favorite. Not my favorite thing. Mm. I do wish I could live on a remote island. Not that remote Me island. Too. I would kind of like one like near Ireland or like Iceland or something. Because that's more my vibe. <laughs> but a remote island. Yeah. You know how dumb I am? Wow. Playing trivia crack. Okay. The question was how many states are not bordered by other states? There were options, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> And I thought, oh, Hawaii is the only one that doesn't have any borders. So I clicked one and it no. was like, you're wrong. And I went, Alaska is bordered by Canada, not by the United States of America. And it was not asking how many states don't have borders. <laughs> I'm so dumb sometimes. Mara. I'm so dumb. Oh, also, no. I could live on a yacht. While I don't want to live on a remote island that's beachy like that, I could live on a yacht. I think I belong on a yacht. Oh, because you know why? Ever since 
um, Our Lips Are Sealed, the movie with Mary-Kate and Ashley came out and they're like lounging or one of them is like lounging on that yacht and she like falls back into the little round seat and she just like lays her arms out and is just like sitting there and chilling and vibing. That has been my dream. I don't remember that. From a very, I obviously remember it. Obviously. Very, very well. Because I always want that. That is hilarious. Every time I find a round seat, I just like lean back and I lay my arms out. I'm like, oh, yes. <laughs> I am the Olsen twins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. That's that's my whole life, guys. That's my whole <laughs> life. Um, do we have anything else to say about the glass onion? I feel like, oh, the, the gun going off. Okay. Oh, yeah. How dare I? <laughs> How dare I? See that gun and not put two and two together that a gun's got to go off at some point. That's how, that's how guns and movies and books and TV shows and media work and entertainment media work <laughs> to clarify. Uh, uh, <laughs> awkward. Aka awkward. <laughs> but if you have a gun in the first act, it's got to go off by the end of the thing, you know? And I didn't even think about it. I didn't put two and two together. And I'm really bummed about that. Did anybody die by the gun? Yes. No. Sort of. No. We thought for a minute. The only person, the only two people who died were died. One, I technically both of poisoning. Mm-hmm. Because uh, they gave her a bunch of sleeping pills and the carbon monoxide poisoning from the car. Mm-hmm. And then he put the pineapple juice, which... Batista, his character, I don't remember his name. Duke. Duke was allergic to it. Because I kept trying drink. to call him Drax. Because that's. He plays Drax. Jesus so. Christ. <laughs> anyway. Um, which, honestly, that's horrible. That, like, because that could have been. That could have been stopped if anybody had known why he was, at, like, going through asphyxi- asphyxiation. You know, he probably has to have an EpiPen somewhere on him if he's that allergic to pineapple and spending time with people who drink and people on beaches and stuff. Like, he's got to have an EpiPen on him. He didn't seem like the kind of guy to have an EpiPen on him. Well, also, I'm allergic to shit and I don't have an EpiPen on me. Well, yeah, that's because you won't tell the doctor that you need an EpiPen. They're so expensive. They are stupid expensive and we always lose money on them. Like, let me go. (laughs) No, actually, I will not do that. Anyway. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, what are you looking for? My phone. Bruh, I don't see it. It was in my lap this whole time. I don't think it was, though. It was. It's literally not over Because I called Subway. You did call Subway. And I never... Where the heck? <laughs> Is it under the bed? No. We're at our grandparents right now. <laughs> We're recording. This Wait. is new territory. Oh, it's right there. You were on sitting it. on it. It was literally under your ass. I'm Henrik. <laughs> <laughs> I love uh, you. Psh. Tori Love liked your payment. I paid her. How <laughs> much did you pay her? 20 bucks. Okay, yeah. Sounds, sounds nice. If she needs more, I'll pay her more. I don't really care. Okay. She's watching my son. So. Little baby. I sent her the payment with a, an emoji of a crown and an emoji of an orange cat and an emoji of a lightning bolt because I couldn't find one for thunder and an emoji of a black heart. Yeah. That sounds about right for Henrik. That's Henrik. Oh my god, I miss his face. I know, he's so fucking cute. I cried a little last night. I was laying in bed and I was like, he sleeps next to my head sometimes or at my feet. And he always wakes me up to be fed. I hope he's drinking his water. 
I'm sure he is. I would text her and say if he... I wrote it on the note. Okay, yeah. I said, we put water in the self-water, but he doesn't seem to like it. He is suspect of it. (laughs) (laughs) So if he's not drinking out of it and his original water bowl is empty because I left it there, it's like, just fill that up with filtered, in all caps and underlined, water. Because only the best for him. Only the best for our king. (laughs) I love him so much. This is not the point. Anyway. (laughs) But it should be the point. I agree. So when Helen was shot and they did like the black glove in the like glass room kind of situation thing. And it was the end of the like lights out clue kind of situation. I see. I wish there had been more to that. I liked that there was like this air of like a bigger air of mystery. Mm -hmm. A kind of more like thriller sense of mystery. Um. Not that I'm a fan of thrillers, but I do like a little, like, suspense. I do, too, but I don't know if it would have worked for this movie. To I don't keep think doing so, either. It. But I just, I don't know. I want it. That's all. Do you think they'll make a third? I kind of hope they do. I Now that they've done a second one like that, I feel like even if they don't use Blanc and they use, like, a different detective, I feel like they could still do plots like that. Right. I mean, it's like a, it's like a mystery. Like, a, you know, just yeah. a regular mystery writer. You just make a bunch of mystery movies. And I movies. like that both mysteries seemed like they were written by the exact same person. I think they were. I'm sure they were, but I just, I liked that. And I feel I like they too. can keep doing it. Okay. I don't think I have anything else to say about Glass Onion, though. Me either. If I think of something later, then we will. So let's talk about our one true love, Knives Out. Yeah. When we went, so we went and saw this in theaters. I'm so glad we saw it in theaters. I think we only saw it once, though. Or did we go see it a second time? Only once, but I don't remember seeing it in theaters. No, yes, we went I with do. mom. Maybe we did see it twice. I f- because I think we only saw it twice. And I think we had to convince ourselves to go back a second time. Yeah. But I fell in love with this movie. And like I knew I was going to like it anyway. A, based on the cast. And two, because of the murder. Mis- like the mystery aspect. Um, but it didn't seem like horror mystery. Which was nice. And so we went and saw it. And I just ever since we've been this person and it's one of those movies that like some like when i'm talking about like my favorite movies or things that i like i always forget about it because it's just that good that it's like watching it fresh every time even though i know what happens right i just love this movie so much and i love the main character the actress me too who i'm not even going to try and pronounce her name because i'm probably going to butcher it (laughs) And I could only half think of it. <laughs> She's so good. I also really like that this one, it has a lot more steps, not only to the mystery, but how it was covered up. And I like that. Same. And I feel like we knew more of the mystery in this one. And we got to see her covering it up as we went, knowing she was covering it okay. up. Okay. And the first few times we watched this, obviously, like watching the whole struggle of her freaking out over the medicine with Harlan yeah. is heartbreaking. It's the worst. And then you get to the end and... I remember sitting there, we're all crying in the theater, and then we look at each other and we're like, he didn't even have to die. Yeah, that's the worst. That's that's what it is. That is horrible. That he did it to protect her. Which is kind of similar with the Batista thing. Like, he didn't have to die. It was just pineapple. It wasn't like an actual poison or anything. Right. Like, he could have been saved. Yeah. It's a little different, but still similar, you know? Anyway, but watching it as someone who works in a pharmacy now... Which seems a little weird because it's not like I actually do any. I don't administer drug. I don't like administer injections. You know what yeah. I mean? It still was just like uh, we were sitting there watching it. And I was like, oh my 
goodness because that's something that could happen yeah it's one of the it's the most stressful part of the job Mm -hmm. and i would not i could not it's horrible it was horrible watching it well that's why you don't administer injections and only the trained professionals do that exactly (laughs) trained and licensed professionals yes (laughs) not me who has just a tech license (laughs) in the state of missouri (laughs) and that is it um which, by the way, we need to check the mail because you have to take yours in. So it should be in the mailbox. Oh, okay. Fun okay. fact. I meant to check it before we left and I forgot. I did check it the day before and there was nothing there. Anyway. Okay. So that, yeah. that ooh, I still, even thinking about it, it just hurts. But I liked the like actual family aspect. You got like little family dramas and mysteries with yeah. everybody too. and Which was fun. And I... <laughs> unfortunately there were a few parts obvious okay the parts of the movie that annoyed me were certain characters in the way that they felt about certain things in america yes but and while those things were annoying those things were accurate to those characters and i feel like sometimes we're like oh you can't have characters like that at all but like those people exist and as long as you're pointing it out in a way that's like i know that this is wrong right and they did they made sure to say those lines and write those lines in a way that was like you're supposed to think this is bad yeah because you're sympathizing with the main character who is in that situation but it's not erasing the fact that that stuff is out there exactly um we say this however we i mean obviously we aren't professionals in this situation no so just a caveat (laughs) but um oh i had something to say Mm. i don't remember I don't know. I just love Knives Out. That's pretty much it. Same. I love watching her struggle to like hide her involvement. Like the demagnetizing the videotape. Yeah. And the like covering her footsteps by walking through them again and everything. Phenomenal. I want a secret window in my house. Me too. I also love watching the two different types of detectives work together. Like Blanc and the actual detectives yes. or the other detectives or do you mean the two detectives in general and then Blanc is a separate person Blanc and then like the actual detectives same I did too I liked that and I, I mean I just liked the detectives in general and I liked the one was like <clears throat> they all had like very distinct detective styles Blanc was like obviously the guy who's like a private eye you know he's seeing things that most people don't see and he's putting right. all these things together and everything in his head is a puzzle and stuff now I want a donut and <laughs> I just thought about it. And then you had, I feel so bad that I can't remember their names, but you have the other main cop who was like in charge of the whole thing from the beginning, who is, you know, the kind of very, this is clear cut. Everything's black and white. These are the rules. Yada, yada, yada. And then you have his like sidekick who's just like, I love Harlan. And that's it. I love like that's this whole thing (laughs) yeah it's super funny um I also would really just love to walk on a out on a balcony of a house that I stole from a family she did not not steal it that I was rightfully given but got to stand on that balcony with that blanket and that mug and be like ha 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 however I would then have to sell the house because of what happened in it yeah couldn't be me Mm -mm. could not I say that as we sit next to the room that our father passed away in. Ooh, that's true. <laughs> so maybe I wouldn't. <laughs> I laid in that bed earlier and cried. Yep. yep. I woke up and I said, mm, 
this sounds nice. <laughs> this sounds nice. We probably sound like crazy people. It's fine. Um, do you have anything to say about Knives Out? I feel like I've been talking a lot. No, I don't know if I have anything. I, I don't know. Like, I feel like I would want to watch it again. Like, I know that we were like, we're going to go into this and we don't have to watch it again. But I feel like in order to have things that like I specifically want to pinpoint, I mm-hmm. would have to. Yeah. I get that. But I do love that movie. It was so well written, mm-hmm. so well done. The people really committed to their characters. Yeah. And I feel like it's going to end up being a cult classic. It's one of those movies that's so good, but that had like, and it has one of the best casts, but it had almost no traction like coming out. Yeah. And so, I mean, every, most people at work uh, seem to know about it. I know one of our coworkers specifically went to St. Louis to watch Glass Onion in uh theaters because obviously they only released it in select theaters and it was around thanksgiving so i wanted to go but we couldn't and it was frustrating but yeah now i guess i just hope that they make a third one (laughs) yeah i really want to watch a third one now me too get ragu over we'll watch a third one it'll be great it will be i don't know what it would be about obviously because i'm not writing it he's gonna steal our chairs our pink ones yeah he's not allowed he was sitting in it and he was like he just kept looking at me, telling me how much he loved it. And he was like, this is this is like the perfect chair. It like reclines the perfect amount. I love those like, chairs. I am just like cradled in this thing. Like those were the best. That was the best purchase we ever made. I know. Despite the like harrowing journey that we had to go oh, through. Oh, it was terrifying. Harrowing? Harrowing. Yeah. I don't know. One and of the I words. was like sick. Yeah. I was going through my Venmo transactions and saw that in there the other day. And I went, oh, hey. <laughs> and like for the price, it was a steal. Dang. And they gave us the pillows with it. That you refuse to use. I refuse. They haven't been cleaned. I know. I will clean them. I should probably take our little shampooer to the chairs. We do, however, have to fix the little holes. Yeah, I know. I don't really want to reupholster them. Me either. I like them. I like them. I do think it could be quirky to put a patch over the holes. Mm, We'll discuss. I'm not sure about that one. I think it could be fun and quirky. We'll see what it looks like when we get home. Okay. Okay. Anyway. I guess that's about all we have to say about Knives Out. That's unfortunate. I really thought I had it a lot really to say. Is. Um, I just love the movie so much that like I can't pick no notes. certain things out. It's, it's yeah, it's, it's a no, no notes situation. Notes. It is a no notes situation. Yeah. I love I'm just thinking about it. <laughs> how dramatic Harlan was and how dramatic Same. his house was. Mad respect. And his whole there. family. And I I just I liked the family dynamic of it, yeah. I think. I think it was a little more ingenious, that one, that they all had such a strong motive. Like, I know that in The Glass Onion, they all had a strong motive, but they were all, like, connected to the same exact thing. Yeah. Whereas the family's motives in Knives Out were all so unique from each other. Yeah. I think it was good. And, like, the only one who didn't have a motive was his oldest daughter, Jamie Lee Curtis's character. Right. Um, She had a motive against her husband. Well, her husband didn't die. I know. That's terrible. I know. So we're going to cut it out. It's fine. Anyway. Um, you know, my hip really hurts because I'm an 80 year old woman. Hey, grandma. Shut up. I said that at work yesterday because you were getting up and you went. I know. And grabbing your back and someone laughed. I don't know who it was, but they laughed. They probably, they all laugh at me. They all call me old. It's fine. Um, Oh, I had something to say. Oh, I feel like they tried to do kind of a found family situation with the glass onion. Yeah. And unfortunately, because you didn't tell me how they came, became a family other than, oh, Andy brought them all in. It doesn't count. 
Yeah. It didn't really it didn't really hit for me cuz none of those people seemed like they would be friends. They didn't really seem to like each other. It was more they all had secrets that the other people could leak so they had to keep each other close. It was right. more of a keep your enemies closer. Oh, I thought that Birdie and Claire really loved each other. In a love-hate kind of way. Yeah. I thought they were sisters for a minute. I thought that's what it was. I thought they were sisters and just like two completely opposite people, but that obviously wasn't a thing. I don't know where my brain decided that from. All right. Well, anyway, um, guess we'll sit here and I'll hope that there's a third one. If anybody has any like low-key mystery suggestions that don't involve like <laughs> true horror or anything and like very minimal suspense, send them our way. I love a good mystery. Yeah. Also, uh, I want to know your favorite part of Knives Out and The Last Onion and if you want a third one. Yeah. Favorite characters. Let us know what you thought about the movies. Anyway, so I uh, hope you all enjoyed this. And sorry, it was kind of late. Life is dumb and hates us. <laughs> or in the wise words of Nick Deep, life's not out to get you. Gotta remind myself of that. Okay, there's a piece of hair. Cat hair on my microphone. Anyway, okay. okay. Um, bye. bye. bye.